this week on the Arcane Dice Podcast. Here's some voices calling out to you guys. And it says, Halt there, turn back. Unfortunately, my good people, I have business to attend to. Is there safety with no scarf? Depends if you want to die or not. Oh? How has no message come to General? The clerics have completely shut off the entire town. But when he made his way to the Temple of Torm, he could hear screaming from inside. Like the bad guy? And uh, he says, quickly, come in, come in, we must close the doors. Is uh, So nobody hears the screaming. <laughs> he says, yes, of course, quickly, please. Seem to have a little bit of a problem. Hurry up. And at this point, I'm going to take any help that comes. Can you explain the problem? He says, I don't know what Aelin's told you, so I'll start from the beginning. Nothing. <laughs> At this point, if you even said hello, that would be more information than we've had up to this point. See what I mean about double-checking the writ? Of course. the Arcane Dice Podcast. I'm Dave, one of the members of the Arcane Dice Podcast, and I would like to invite you to enjoy our live play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign as we make our way across the Forgotten Realms in one misadventure after another. We really appreciate your support, comments, and bearing with us as we learn the ins and outs of producing a live play podcast for you to enjoy. This is part two of our first episode in an original, never-heard-before campaign brought to you by our Dungeon Master, Glenn. If you're just joining us now, go back, take a listen to part one. We'll be waiting right here for you, I promise. We would love to reach as many people as possible. So leave comments on iTunes, drop us a line on our Podbean site at arcanedicepodcast.podbean.com. Share us on social media, play us in the office and at school. Help us reach as many people as possible. So thank you again for joining us. Please give us a like and comment on iTunes. Let us know what you think. You can also send us an email at arcanedicepodcast at outlook.com or find us on arcanedicepodcast.podbean.com. Beautiful travel montage across hills and fields following well-paved tradeways. Oh, yeah. Fade-ins, fade-outs. Yeah, travel Yeah, plenty of fade-ins, fade-outs. Great music playing in the background. Plenty of uh, bathroom break stops. So you're saying there's, like, no uh, no issues? No issues getting to Triel. You guys will be able to arrive. Uh, you guys arrive on your fifth day in the evening. And before you guys stands a small town. Uh, but... This town is surrounded by a wood and boulder stockade. You can see the main road leads right up to the, these large wooden gates, but they've, they're have they sealed off, they're closed. You can see some torchlight above on the, the, the walkway above the stockade. You kind of make out some heads bobbing from maybe some guards keeping watch. Is the, is the wall, uh, the wooden stone wall, is it actually, like, is there a walkway at the top all the way along, or is it just at the towers? Just seems to be where the uh, the gates are. Okay. But as you guys' horses kind of get close, you hear some voices calling out to you guys, and it says, Halt there, turn back! Fuck 
you. <laughs> we have writ from general. We are here to see people. You will open gate. You hear some muttering up there and can't really make out the voices. And he says, Hang on. And uh, you can see one of the guards leave. And we're going to cut to uh, to Aelin. Aelin, what are you doing in town this evening? Probably in the local inn or tavern. Yeah. Pounding them back? No, playing some music. Ah, of course. Entertaining the masses. Ah. My musical prowess. Middle of your performance, the crowd's loving it. Coppers and silvers are filling your, your hat when this guard busts in to the door. I wouldn't say he busts in, but he comes in pretty hurriedly, makes his way over to you, and uh, whispers down into your ear that someone says that they're here from uh, El Torel and that General Alakar sent them. Okay. I'll tell him to wait one second and finish my song. Oh, of course. Okay. A good bard you are. Naturally. <laughs> she is a bard. Hear that. No, no. Hear that. <laughs> yeah. Record scratch. Stand up. Yeah. Say, unfortunately, my good people, I have business to attend to. So you get you get a few, like, muffled annoyances, <laughs> some, a little bit of booing that you have to leave, but they understand. Uh, most of the people here are heavy into their drink already. They're all pretty pretty wasted. Well, if someone showed up in the morning instead of the evening, this would have been easier. She, she's not wrong. She's not yeah. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So you make your way over. I'm not going to hang around. You follow the guard, and you make your way to one of the main gates. There's three in uh, mm-hmm. Triel. Makes his way to the, like, the southern, southwest one. Okay. Opens up one of the small doors to this uh, in the side of the main door. Uh, and you can see three figures on horseback. Okay, I'm going to step out the door. Okay, the door is closed quickly behind you. And I'm going to wave these folks on horses towards me. I love the wave. I wish we could have got that on camera just for the people to see. Come was, closer. She just queen waved us. It was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, hello! So very noble of you. Oh, <laughs> peasants! You three, <laughs> you three see a female figure who matches the description that you were given uh, exit from one of the gates. She is wearing her. a mask and a scarf covering her mouth. Douche, is that her? The? Fuck, I don't know. You can see the tattoo on her hand. Oh. Yeah, there's the tattoo, tattoo on my forearm. Good point. Lady of the night? No. <laughs> I don't think so. That's no. I'll tell you what, you you can try. noble dusha. <laughs> you can you can try. You guys would have seen this gauntlet like everywhere. Never that's the same gauntlet yeah, that's on Torm's gauntlet. Never say those words to any woman. <laughs> but yeah, she beckons you over. Do you dismount and make your way over? I'll ride my horse over. Okay, you can. I, I fall off my horse. You you. Is a horse or a pony? Fall. I think you'd be on a pony. I think you'd be on a pony. I would be a full size horse. It would so? have been a rough ride because my feet wouldn't reach the stirrups. No doubt, we would have to alter a saddle for you. I'd be like, motherfucker! He's five foot. Like, <laughs> he's he's a giant horse of a dwarf. He's a giant dwarf. Yes, he's got short little stubby dwarf legs, but he's. I was gonna say he's only six inches shorter than I am. <laughs> it's like oh he's probably like all torso. Most you're, not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Just so like weirdly prepared. I do a lot of bitch. Yeah. You make your way over uh, to this per- or to uh, to Aelin. You ask. Can I see the writ? I assume that he sent you with one. You have writ. Uh, I produce the writ. Okay. I'm going to carefully look over this writ. No, it's good. 
It looks <laughs> it looks authentic. It's called, it's called uh, it is his seal. You've recognized this before. Uh, you read it over, and it says that these three have been hired uh, for five hundred and fifty gold to help solve this problem and get word back to expensive Elturel. for this group. No, it's bargain. It is to cover all expenses that they uh, accumulate. Uh, and that no more should be paid to them. Wonderful. So that includes their food and board, then. Yes. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> Sink me screwed. <laughs> Don't like her. Your room and board will be 550 gold. <laughs> I fix. <laughs> it's a very expensive it over, in it. <laughs> and it looks legitimate. All right. Get off the horses. Lady Aelin, you have a job? I'm no lady. As in, I'm, he called not me lady. Oh, I'm yes. not. Okay. okay. Senor alien. <laughs> Senor, I, I don't know what. How are we supposed to address you, like, like your highness? Just like, alien is fine. Alien, all right, we got it. Alien, we come to see you. You have problem here. Well, I don't have a problem. I was sent by the Harpers because I'm a regular liaison between them and the Order of the Gauntlet. So the Harpers have problem. <laughs> uh, well, we're a little concerned as to what happened. I. Be better not talking outside the gates, though. But you guys should put these on, and she's going to produce some scarves to cover your mouths. A crab scarf, put on mouth. Okay. I I uh I lift it up. Color is the scarf. Bright oh. red. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Coincidentally. Coincident. The other two are black. Does that clash with your pants? <laughs> no, but I mean it kind of uh, it ruins. The uh, the lines, the look, right? But, I mean, it does go with the pants. Uh, One of the guards is going to open the door and say, Is everything okay? Yes, as soon as they put their scarves on, we'll be coming in. Why is... And you can see that the guard is wearing a scarf Why as well. Why scarf? Just put it on. I will explain everything once we get to the inn. Mordor takes his beard, and he kind of ties it up over top of his Yes. Oh. And, and sort of, like, <laughs> tucks... Tucks the scarf into like the back of his pocket, but now he he just looks like the beard is just tied up. Oh yeah, can barely see eyes at the top of it. Looks like a looks like a five year old kid with like a winter scarf. Of course, that will do. Is a crime to cover such beauty? I'll (laughs) wrap this. The only time this man has ever been able to say that anywhere in the world. (laughs) (laughs) I will wrap uh, wrap the scarf around my face, but. Jolly. It looks like a chin turban. Oh. So does it cover your mouth and nose? Or yes. No? Yes? Okay. But, but you know, in, in like a nice, bold fashion. Yes, right? of course. It's very well wrapped. Uh, find some maybe feathers and whatever. The yeah. You do some, like some jaunty. Do you have to do to Abed? Give him one? Is there safety with no scarf? Uh, Depends if you want to die or not. Of? That is something we will discuss when we get into the inn. All right, so I, I, I tear my scarf in half, the one that I just tucked in the back of my pocket, and I give the, the other half to Abed. Here you go, little rock buddy. We don't want you fucking dying on us. Am I assuming he's invisible? Yes. <laughs> so I see an albino dwarf <laughs> with a beard scarf and, and handing half of the <laughs> scarf I just gave him down towards the ground. Yes, and that is precisely what you're seeing. Different okay. direction from him, Abed will appear. You're going to 
flutter over. At that point, I'm going to recheck the writ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still looks hold it, legit. Hold it up to the light. The descriptions yeah. match. I'm just going to approach one of the torches on the wall and yeah. just like look yeah, over it. You have to make sure like that's an actual supposed to be five five zero. Yeah. Like that zero just wasn't added on at the end. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we just totally should have done that. We could put a one in front of that. Just Damn double it. checking all of the information. On yeah. This. yeah. I got a forger's kit. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I know. And Abigail's here. The scarf shit. around him. And just he kind of flutters away, hovers away, and just disappears again. Wait. He says, all right, get in. I hate having to be keeping the doors open this late. Yes, of course. Well, they shouldn't have shown up so late. Hurry up. So the guard opens up uh, the main, one of the main gate doors so your horses can make their way in. Yeah, ride horse through. Yep. There is a stable. Horse needs uh, scarf? No, the horses should be fine. The animals don't seem to be affected. I say, is there's a bird on my shoulder? Also, what the fuck is a bat? Is he like an animal? Is he a fucking person? That is Abbott. No, I didn't see the scarf now. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, what you're seeing right now is just a scarf fluttering about. (laughs) Uh, There's a stable right by the main gates, and the guards will take your horses and stable them for you. Where would you like to lead them to? Uh, We're going to go to the Songbird Inn, naturally. Of course. Yes. So, (laughs) is that where you were playing before? Oh, no, I was in the other inn. The other inn. So you get the songbird inn or the other inn? The singing wind inn. Oh. Yes. They have two, so you can say, no, I let's have, not go there I have tonight. to alternate. <laughs> so you make your way down the main road to this wooden building that seems to be covered in overgrowth. Uh, vines, moss, and it seems like the, the building itself has been formed out of a tree like tree branches curving around to make the building. You guys can hear the pleasant sound of songbirds chirping away inside. So you open up this kind of domed door, mm-hmm. uh, and it leads inside, and you guys can smell fresh flowers and this really pleasant pleasant aroma, and it's well lit inside by these, these lanterns all around. Inside you can hear the songbirds chirping, and you can see this little gnomish woman uh, that has... Uh, decorative branches woven into her hair and on her clothing. You can see birds perched up in her hair and on these branches uh, running about and just kind of filling up people's cups as she whistles along with the birds. Mm -hmm. Uh, She herself, uh, no one inside this tavern has their scarves up, but you can see that they all have them around their neck. When I come in, I'm also going to lower my scarf. The mask stays, though. And... I'm going to uh, call over to the gnome and say, Whistle, we're going to need the back room. He says, uh, of course, Aelin, of course. Sorry, she, she says, she says, of course, Aelin, of course. And she whistles a tune and she goes uh, into the back and she herds out two people that were back there. And she says, it's all yours. Would you re- be requiring any drinks or food? Are you guys hungry? Yes! <laughs> Both! I'm going to start a tally of everything they spend money on. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are led into this back room where the... Fucking watcher. How many people are in here? Uh, total, maybe 30, 40 people. None in the back room, though. But going through the... Uh... It's fairly full of here. <laughs> you just start bumping people's pockets? Just as you're walking in? Um, <laughs> I'll need a sleight of hand check, please. Sleight of hand with my mage hand. <laughs> you, you go in front of him, I'll go behind him. Uh, to, uh, I'm looking for a juicy pocket. Because uh, <laughs> drinks are expensive, and I like to eat, right? Mm-hmm. 
You are the worst. I am the worst roller for this. Uh, that would be an 11. All right. Uh, you knock over a mug with your hand, yeah. uh, kind of causing a small scuffle between two gentlemen, but no one really notices it was uh, you. All right. Uh, but Whistle quickly makes her way over there and remedies it by pouring them each another glass. Come along. You guys wasted the entire day. We need to get to work. It's been chaotic. First she's bitching us out because we came here too early. Now we're late. Oh, my God. It's late in the day. Yeah, well, you're not wrong. You're lucky they let you in. (laughs) This back room, the foliage from the tree outside is hanging in here. The songbirds are whistling, or doing their songs. Did did they, did everybody, like, nobody's wearing a mask inside of the inn? You can see that they have them around their, like, their necks, but they're not pulled up. All right, gotcha. Uh, you guys make your way to these uh, wooden chairs and tables. Everything's all uh, beautifully carved uh, with like these mosaics of uh, birds in flight and music notes etched along the table. Uh, Whistle come, brings in some, some cheeses and some cold meats for you guys and uh, leaves uh, two jugs on the table. She says, if you need anything, dearie, you can call me and I'll be right in. Of course, Whistle, thank you. And she takes her leave and she closes up the back door. What's in the jugs? One seems to be very sweet wine. The other is uh, sweet juice. Abbott will appear. You can lower mm-hmm. your masks now, by the way. Dip a silver cup. Yep. This kind of just float away. Okay. Is he poison test for you? No, Abbott just like the wine. Yeah. Whistle gets, does make good wine. He gets thirsty. Some of the birds flutter down and kind of hop around on the table a bit. <laughs> Well, I'll be uh, uh, Mort- puts his uh, puts his hand over top of his cup so none of the birds shit mm. in his drink. The birds help the sound from traveling. <laughs> I'll literally start whistling to the birds in, in bird song. Okay. Basically, yeah. Oh. And the birds will uh, will copy you and kind of hover about. You sit to eat. Yes. Well, since you are what I have to work with, <laughs> glad sucks. that you made it. <laughs> Are we, are we not good to work with? How has uh, no message come to General? The clerics have completely shut off the entire town. Uh, an expedition came back about two weeks ago, and a couple days later, the uh, Temple of Torm issued a curfew. So everyone was in, had to be in the, inside, and then the gates were closed, and no one was allowed in or out of the town. All export was closed down. All import was closed down. It's been causing a lot of problems. You have no idea why clerics issue ultimatum to close town? I've been waiting for backup to go in and talk to the clerics. Please, the the big question. Why scurf? It's being said there might be a plague. Might be. We haven't had any news from the clerics inside the town either. The temple is completely shut off from the rest of the town. I don't know. In your land, customs are different. Maybe signs? Then enter, bad air, poison. They close the doors and they no, put no, up a barricade. No, no, doors, barricade, nothing. Uh, this stops honest people. Signs, plague, uh, death. No one in the town itself has been exhibiting signs of sickness. But we haven't been able to get into the temple to talk to the clerics. I gotta tell you, um, I, I myself am a cleric, um, but that's only what other people call me. I don't really, like, self-identify like that. A um, cleric of whom? We could just, like, 
we can put a question mark beside that for now. Um, <laughs> look, all I know, way? all I know is that I got some fucking power moving through me. I do some shit, and so I sometimes I get like visions and stuff. You know. Anyway, I gotta tell you, most of these fucking clerics are high off their own fucking store, if you know what I mean, right? Yeah. They will fucking write a book and go, "This is a great idea." And then they'll follow it all the way to fucking all of them are dead. All right? So if they're, if they're sitting there talking like, oh, this is the next plague, maybe we got to take a look at it. Well, I do have an inn to the temple. I have been waiting for you guys Let's to book arrive. I don't know what Clarice has been fucking reading. writing books. I was uh, reading this one about an invisible man who lives in a cloud. Wow. Right? Blow your hair right back. <sighs> Abed, you know this man! <laughs> Abed just comes and gets another drink. <laughs> Ellen, you want to wait till morning to go speak to Cleric or go now? Probably be best to wait till morning. They're most likely sleeping. Okay. But we will head out first thing in the morning. We have a room here? How is seven? Uh, you know what? I We've been spending a lot of time in the town that never has a fucking sunset. So, like, what time is it now? What time is it now? About eleven? All right, so it's like it's like dinner time, like beer time. Do it's like bedtime. Dude, do some fucking math for me. Like, how much time do we got to go to bed and shit? We have eight hours. All right, that sounds like a lot. So, like, I'm figuring five hours of drinking, get a little bit of sleep, and then we should be good. I don't care what you do. There are rooms available at the inn. Whistle will make them available. Got it. Whistle's our woman. But uh, no one has been harmed in town since... Everyone's been wearing the scarves. People missing? The clerics will know more. Well, yeah, but uh, Jim was there yesterday, today, no Jim. Not that I've noticed. We get through. Anytime you leave the inn, keep your scarves on. For plague, no one's seen. Would you rather take chance? I don't know. This this is sounding pretty fucking fishy. That's why we're here. We solve problems. I'm thinking maybe we should have held out for six. We are far from ghosts. You were the one bartering. <laughs> 550 one is failed. way more than generous. <laughs> and then he could have changed number. We could have way more, but no. Yeah, we, we got to work on this. We'll, we'll do better next time. We get more. I we'll fix. Get, yeah. All right. So you can call Whistleback, and she'll set up some rooms for you guys to stay in for the evening. At around midnight, uh, the birds will quiet down. The, they'll start dimming the lanterns and stuff, and people are going to start making their way uh, to where they're staying. Uh, some people stay here in the inn, some people just go back to their houses, uh, but the curfew uh, is about to take effect, and everyone needs to be off the streets. Dusha's going to pull Aelin aside. What happen if people outside after curfew? They're brought inside. By guard? Yes. yes. By, like, pieces, or...? They're like... just not... Outside after curfew, most people won't be. They'll follow the the rule. This is a very small town. It's about twenty five hundred people, uh, and they're all very. So it's just a simple job. We get the we get the room at the end of hall by self. Sure. I got to thank. What was her name again? Whistle. Whistle. Mm-hmm. Ah, thank you, Whistle. And then once she, she leaves, smile nicely and uh, make her way out. Are you staying in the inn? Is it, is Alan staying in or no? Yes. Does I am not from Trio. Does the room have a window? Yes. Okay. Does the room connect to your room that we stay? Well, you would know where my room is. Or does it just be down the hall? Okay. Uh, after we say goodnight, I get 
Cullen and him in the room with lots of booze so he can drink in the room and do whatever he's going to do. Dusha's going to take out, he's got small glass vials, he takes ones and just crushes it in his hands and sprinkles a glass around on the outside of the floor in front of the door and blows out the candle in front of the doorway. Okay, sounds good. Set yourself a little trap. Mission Impossible. I would like to Mm -hmm. uh, send Avid out. Sure. Ooh. Yep. Right? Uh, As a reconnaissance. Fly, my pretties! Well, he can fly. He's got a fly speed of 40, and he's invisible. What? He's a rock and he flies? Yeah. He's a... He's like a genie. He's like a a little genie. He's like a little two-foot-two genie. He can't give wishes, but he's... I'm, I'm gonna fucking try. Uh, <laughs> you're just gonna sit there rubbing him and all night. In the event of, like, because I have the telepathic bond with him. I'm trying to figure out if yeah. Abed is right? gonna like being rubbed all night or not. <laughs> well, Polish. sometimes you pick up a <laughs> yeah. cat that doesn't want to be touched. Well, you've got giant hands, so he can fly out. So if you, but at the first sign of imminent fucking danger, life is going to end because of this plague and or fucking heebie-jeebies out there. He is going. His it is first reaction is. Held action mm-hmm. is plane shift. Okay. In the event of. Yeah. So. He can plane shift? Did, this I'm, thing is more powerful than all three of us already. It can only do it to itself, though. That's only, it's still. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking that there's our fucking recce troop right there. No doubt. Right? But, <laughs> you know, he can he can do it to himself, but it's not like fucking. Sure, that's still. That's he can only awesome. go back to his elemental plane. He can't. Yeah, you know, that's, that's cool. But, yeah. So, he's going to head up. And he'll go out for about an hour, come back, and he's going to tell you the town is eerily quiet. Uh, there are guards that walk around, but pretty seldomly. But when he made his way to the Temple of Torm, he could hear screaming from inside. Like the bad kind? <laughs> the painful kind. So the bad kind. As I relay this information to the rest of the group, mm-hmm. uh, so they know it, Abid. Yeah. Uh, and then I let him go back to drinking wine or whatever. Uh, you guys do what you want to do tonight. You'll take your rests. And Aelin will be at your door first thing in the morning. You're not kidding. Um, nope. nope. Exactly 7 o'clock. Probably had your hand waiting for the bell and knock. Mm-hmm. Do it, do it now. I'm here, kill me. <laughs> we have the, uh, the breakfast. Yep, you can stop and get some food before you leave. Make it quick. We okay. Eat um, while uh, while the night went on, um, yep. I use my uh, blessing of the forge. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, imbue my my little neck knife, the little dagger that I keep under my beard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm <laughs> going to imbue it with a illusionary uh, aspect. So so basically anything that I touch. My dagger tube will leave a little mark that only I can see. Okay, sounds cool. good. That is actually really cool. Yeah. All right. You're gonna try to touch Abbott, aren't you? <laughs> Shut up, Dave. <laughs> Possession is nine tenths of the law. <laughs> but it's, uh, it only lasts as long as um, the duration until our next long rest. And the okay. next long yeah. rest, then it it's disappears, yeah. and I get to use it something day. else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you guys eat. Uh, the songbirds are up and about, uh, kind of. Really livening up the place, leaving you in a, a good mood. Leaves with a pleasant feeling. Uh, and you guys make your way out into the town. Uh, while they're eating, I'm yep. actually going to send my bird ahead to the temple as an animal messenger. Oh, of course, yeah. To let them know that we're coming. All right. Finally. <laughs> I think we yeah. need to get the bird in a bed to race. 
bird is Ooh. faster. You said he had a fly speed of 40. The bird has a fly speed of 60. Pretty good point. Yeah. <laughs> good point. So you guys can eat up, and your bird will return in a few minutes, completing, letting you know that it's been completed. Mm-hmm. Is there a response to the message? No, she can only send a message. You can't worry about bring them back. Mm-mm. Okay. And after you guys finish up eating, uh, Aelin is going to hurry you guys out the door and make your way down the main strip of the town where you can see this uh, large, larger than all the other buildings, but not any bigger than, say, like a large warehouse would be, a cathedral-looking building uh, with uh, these large stone doors that have been sealed off. Sealed They're they're closed. Uh, Dusha's going to, uh, before he'd left the, uh, the tavern there, he'd shifted his weapons since they were... Now going into a temple, possibly into a fight, he shifted a bunch of his weapons into concealed spots, things like that, in case they okay. try to take weapons away. So you guys make your way through this this quaint little town. Do you point anything out? Do we get the tour? Only if they ask questions. Otherwise, I'm like, hurry up. Right. Go, go, you go. guys can see another <laughs> inn, uh, a dedicated tavern around, a general goods store. You can see a smithy just being erected. Is so. Alucard shop there? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so the... The town that we're in, we're yes. going towards this temple. Is the temple right at the center of town then? Or is it uh, like far it's, end? it's near like the back end of the town. Back end town. What's the road situation like? Is there like a straight through center of town road? Yes, and then it would branch off into other areas. Okay, so there's, but right through center of town, so. Large okay. main thoroughfare, yeah. All right, just wondering. Yeah. People. Uh, it's actually kind of, um, uh, so there's oh. the, the main road that'll lead up to the temple. Yeah. And then it'll branch into two other main roads, and that'll lead one west, one east, okay. for the main trade routes. Okay. I'm just going to do a roll of perception to see that the general... Man. Fives, man! So that'd be uh, ten. Uh, just a general <laughs> whatever of the uh, the people around, like the... Not a lot of people or, out. Yeah. If you see people out, they've got their masks up, and they're kind of in a hurry. People you really see doing anything out in the open is the, this man setting up his smithy. He still has his mask up. But he seems to be the only one that's intentionally staying outside. Mortor, look, Smith, he is open. Opening, I'm opening. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna poke my nose in there, take a look at some of his work. And uh, not a lot is set up. He's in the middle of setting up his smithery. Okay. We come back. Shaw will yeah. be open later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, and, and she's behind us with a teaser, basically. <laughs> 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 Feels, feels like a, like herding cattle. Yeah, pretty much. Some of those clerics are dear friends of mine. You did not mention that? <laughs> I didn't mention that I was a liaison so from walk, the Harpers we to walk the order. Faster. Sure. <laughs> you guys make your way to the <laughs> Temple the of Tor. And the Temple of Tor? Tor. Do we see anything on outside of the temple? Uh, just the two gauntlets etched into the door. Just the two white gauntlets. Romans go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As times. you guys get close, you can hear faint, muffled screaming from inside. Is that normal? No, obviously not. This is why you're here. There's priests in uh, where I come from. They wear... Do they scream? Yes, they wear sharp, <laughs> spiky shirts. And they beat and beat and beat and beat. Those aren't so the clerics of Torm. <laughs> <laughs> What is a Torm? What is a Torm? Is God. Who is Torm? What is a Torm? Is it beats? Torm is the mightiest god. Meh? <laughs> 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 I'm 
you I'm going to have door. to go with her on this one. It's mostly because I haven't met any of the others yet. So, so Aelin, you knock on the door, mm-hmm. and you'll hear a voice you recognize, Brother Corvos, mm-hmm. from the other side. And go, Who is it? It's me, Corvos. Ah, about time. Come in. You're telling me. So you hear... <laughs> You hear several sets of locks being undone, some chains, and like a wooden bar being removed. Seems a little excessive in your opinion. Uh, but the, the stone door grates open like it hasn't been opened in quite a while. Uh, and inside you can just smell like old bodies, um, like unwashed, unkempt bodies mm, okay. come up from there, and the screaming gets noticeably louder. Are we... Uh, are we- Dressed for success right now? Like, are we... Yeah. We got all of our work gear on? Yep. Okay. Uh, is the... When the priest opens the door, is he wearing a mask as well? He is wearing a mask, yep. Do not take your scarves off, Inky. Yep. Duh. Understood. Uh, so, Brother Corvos is a younger man, uh, set in red and white finery. Uh, he's got that the white gauntlet on his breastplate, and he's carrying around his, his holy symbol with him. And uh, he says, quickly, come in, come in, we must close the doors. Is uh, So nobody hears the screaming. <laughs> he says, yes, of course, quickly, S- please. seem to have a little bit of a problem. Hurry up. Well, you get inside, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he, uh, he shoulders the door shut behind you guys, and he puts this giant bar across the doors, and he starts doing up chains and locks and stuff. Uh, so you guys are sitting inside this, this long hall, uh, pews to either side, uh, classic church setup, uh, glass pane or stained glass window on the back, uh, a little altar at the front, and uh, he says, and he kind of like rubs his head like he hasn't been sleeping. His eyes kind of got bags under them. He says, "It's been, it's been too long. Quickly, come, come with me. Come to my office." And he leads you past the altar at the back uh, to this door to the side, and it says. It's a very small office. It's a little crowded with you guys in there. What would you like to be checking? Perception yeah. of everything that's going to happening around here, and I roll another you goddamn don't see fucking five. Anybody else? Right. Okay. But like screams, can I identify the screams? So this building sound? is set up like a, a T, okay. upside down T. Uh, you can hear the screams coming off from your left and right. All right. Can you identify those. Aha! There we go. Twenty-one. Yes. <laughs> what? Oh, what? Are, what exactly? Well, I want to know. Like, is it is it a human scream? Is yes. It like, is it? Yeah. But it it sounds like they're in pain or like terrified or something. It's and yeah. a lot of their voices are. Beca- it's becoming really hoarse because they've been screaming all day long. Yeah. yeah. I've been working on the scream. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> several of them, male, female. Yeah. Kids. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Right. I'm just going to do a quick perception check to see if there's any other exits except for the main one. Are there big windows anywhere? Or are there like... Yeah, you can roll. Okay. Oh, God. That's terrible. Uh, you roll a five? Eleven. Oh. All right. So you get the general stuff. Uh, oh, he's terrible. So that main long column is lined with windows with a large stained glass uh, white, red uh, circle with this white gauntlet on it. Uh, or the only exits you really see. To your left and your right, uh, you can see several doors. Uh, down that that upside down T, like at the, the top. Okay. Note. All right. Uh, but other than that, no All other right. major exits. I'll just follow Aelin then, and okay. So Brother Corvos kind of hurries along down there, and he goes to a, a door just like to, to the right of the altar, and he unlocks it and opens it up. And inside is this very uh, small kind of office, uh, a sofa sitting in a corner that you guys could sit down on, and like two chairs. 
And he goes and he sits in his desk. And uh, he says, just come in and close the door, please. And you guys go in and you'll close up the door behind you. And the screaming gets noticeably quieter. And kind of gives a, a sigh of relief. And he says, do you have the writ? Yes, you might want to check it. It looked real to me. But I'm a little concerned. He says, let me see. And he takes the shots from fired, eh? Yeah, as 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 is I. <laughs> they don't send a message for help when help shows up. They're just Friend bitchy Mortar, about it. Like. I think you are right. There's too little. Uh, he looks <laughs> it over and he says, it's, "It looks legitimate to me. Everything seems fine." And at this point, I'm going to take any help that comes. Can you explain the problem? He says, "I don't know what Aelin's told you, so I'll start from the beginning." Nothing. <laughs> At this point, if you even said hello, that would be more information than we've had up to this point. See what I mean about double-checking the writ? Of course. I know you. You are a, a good informant. He says, two weeks ago, a little over two weeks ago, an expedition came back for some, from some ruins in the Field of Dead. They brought back with them several artifacts, uh, but one of them... Uh, we kept for ourselves here in the temple, uh, as we do sometimes when things are of a significant import. And it was a large, and it kind of shapes out a, a gem about the size of his chest. He says a large gem of this, this dark red uh, a stone that we hadn't seen before. Not quite a ruby. Are Columbus's yeah. eyes glowing right now and greed and anticipation? <laughs> I wouldn't say just yet uh, Because it's hard to sell a gem That causes everybody nearby to scream constantly He says Besides it's way down. too big for him to be able to put it in his pocket It was kept down in our vault And We, we did some initial inspections uh, And it seemed to have some We, we had our archives Go over it and they, we, they were looking for Any mention of it uh, But we're unable to find anything And so we just Kept it as a token of that that expedition. Uh, the expedition went poorly. We sent seven people in, and three came back, and two of them didn't come back right. Brother Silent, who I will take you to later, was His one. His name is Silent. As of now, yes, he has taken a vow of silence. Oh. He must be the only one here. <laughs> he was, he's not the one who's screaming he was sent along as an alchemist and a rogue for the party the mage Neslin returned but shortly after went mad and died a warrior, Grayson, a soldier not a holy man uh, not, not a, a child of Torm but noble in his own right uh, came back, and he, and he seems rather fine, and I can take you to him later as well. He seemed to be unaffected by the gem. But while it was down in the vaults, one of our cleaning crew accidentally brushed against it. Sweet, sweet. You let cleaners in your vault? Of course. That might become cleaner for you. Vaults do <laughs> keep it clean. It's vaults. You're not meant to keep things clean. Meant to keep things you, safe. You put inside. That's it. You're done. It's inside. It's done. Well, that is something. Sell for more. <laughs> You're a church. No, no, no. You, you put inside is done. That's it. it. 
that Torm is the god uh, of discipline and obedience and loyalty, and keeping a clean house is part of our discipline. When Anyways, I clean for you. When clean crew bump, did the gem began break? to glow, but it did not break. It did not break. It didn't fall off the pedestal. It was just brushed against with the arm of our cleaning crew. What happened to the cleaning crew? He went mad. Started screaming. Immediately or over time? The, that night. So a few hours later. Is that, is that him here? He's, no, he has long since died. Who screamed? This is the other clerics and the other people who were in the temple when the gem was activated. They're all screaming? Yes. Have you thought about uh, no a little stabby stabby? Stab what? Them. No. I was hoping right. that they can be better. Well, they'll be better. He said we had several powerful clerics here, two to be precise. You had? Had. And now no more. Both of them have put themselves into a state of meditation to keep the gem contained. What are they containing, do they know? They believe it is a demon of some kind, or a conduit for a demon. A little stabby stabby, a little quietly quietly, people think better, you go make a plan. He says, they didn't have time to get a sending out for how quickly this plague began to spread. And we're not taking any chances with letting anyone leave the town until we can assess what needs to be done. So you have inspected gem since? Yes. It is glowing a faint red, like a deep crimson from inside of it. Okay. Our clerics believe the only way to stop this is to return it. We thought about smashing the gem, but anyone who got close fell into a fit of madness. So how do you return if we not get close? The two clerics have been working on a way to contain it and be able to move it, but it has been taking all their power to do so. So you need us to move gem back to... We need you to return it. But from the reports of the expedition, it is very dangerous. So we take Jem back to Field of Dead, put back where they get. Is anyone still... You said Fighter was still good? He seemed fine. He seemed fine. Yeah. He, he guide us back to a spot? If we just leave the Jem alone, put us some bricks, fill it up with the dirt. You know, I take care of the noise. That's free. I like that. I take care of the noise. <laughs> they love the dirt. We are not killing the children of Torm. You can't kill all of these clerics. That kind of sounds like a challenge. No, 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 no. It's uh, not kill. It's quiet. Quiet. It's he looks over the right again. <laughs> it's not. It's. it's what did he send us? Dusha's literally doing this to Colin right now, doing the old throat. No, 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 no. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> This uh. quiet and everybody. <laughs> that one seems to be the only sane one. We think. Caitlin says as she points at Dusha. We think, mm-hmm. you know, it's quiet. You can think. There's the sand and the rock, and nobody can touchy touchy. It's good. So, we cannot uh, afford to have our clerics sit here forever and contain it. And the bag that they are working on right now will only be a temporary solution. Brock is very long term. We can't leave all of these clerics to suffer. <laughs> tell, tell them about the rock. What, is, what does Abbott tell us about the rock? Nothing. He doesn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck you, I ain't going near that thing. <laughs> Abbott didn't even come in the temple. Yeah, <laughs> Probably not. 
Yeah. You're screaming. He just parked outside. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Mortor is, I I would say probably within this group, um, probably an expert on stone. Sure. Gems. Mount Dorf. Uh, that sounds good, man. Um, mm-hmm. He he would probably be able to get an idea as to what this is, or has probably heard stories that others haven't heard of about stones like this. So why don't you roll me a history check with advantage because you're a stonework. I would like to do that as well, being an earth that one's much better. Genasi, who's actually made out of uh, earth and stone. Huh? Two can make me a history check. One up on your little, I know about rock. I am a motherfucking rock. <laughs> I'm going to offer to relieve some of Corvus' I'm almost stress. 120 years old. Fucking and then I'm just going to cast calm emotions. Cool. Yep. He looks visibly more relaxed. Uh, he's going to thank you for that. So um, you got advantage. Oh, I got advantage? Good. Oh, uh, you needed it. I, I, I got a 17. I got, yeah, what do I got on my no, history? No, you got a 17 plus whenever you... Yeah, plus zero. Oh. Uh, 13. Three. Okay. So the 13th. So uh, you would know that gems of significant value like this can be used in all sorts of ritualistic components. Okay. Like as a ritualistic component. They could be a gateway to a demon lord or like a demon of some kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, or just imbued with any kind of magical effect. But from the way the clerics were talking, it's, it's some kind of demon thing. Okay. <laughs> now, during my travels came across this guy who was a real fucking forward thinker. He developed this thing that he called a tree bucket. Basically, you could put something inside this tree bucket, pull a fucking lever, and that thing disappeared over the horizon. My friend has trebuchet. Yeah, that's it. That's what I'm talking about. We cannot subject other people to this gem either. I'm just saying, how far away is this field? He of says you have been hired. We are in to help us solve this problem. We are no, going that's, to solve that is not true. We were hired to find out why you guys weren't talking to the general. We can go. <laughs> no, technically, general say we help solve the problem. Solving the problem with the tree bucket is pretty brilliant. I'm not sure it's about 550 gold, kind of brilliant. We cannot subject... I will write a writ back to the general saying you should not get paid. Absolutely. How's it getting there? Oh, wait. The clerics are paying oh, you. Oh, shit. All right. Maybe we should do some stabby stabby. <laughs> it's quite... Right? Yeah, they got it all in their pockets. We've, we've got so many solutions. You, you realize riches are probably involved with crazy stone, yeah? I'm willing to take that risk if Abed is the first one going in. Huh. He says, I can give you the report from the expedition. I can let you talk to Brother Silent, and you may be able to find Grayson if he hasn't fled town already. Does Brother Silent write? Or is he... Yes, he can, he'll write. He just will not speak. Duh. And he's going to hand you... He's going to shuffle through some papers on his desk, and he's going to hand you uh, kind of this briefing of what had happened on the expedition. Dush is going to read it real quick. How many people are actually screaming? Uh, so that's a question for Brother Corvos is going to tell you that there are there were thirty people here in the temple who were affected. How many are left? Twenty-eight. So two people have died in two weeks. Two people have died in two weeks. How that's many of them odds. are above first level? 
probably like, not. Like first level clerics? Oh, the, there, there's going to be probably like six clerics of the first or second level, uh, two clerics of the fifth level. Because yeah. I can cast sleep, and the screaming is going to start getting on my nerves soon, right? So, so they hit he tells you that they are sleeping. Oh. And still screaming. Yeah, they are having nightmares. Snakes! 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 Do they speak while they scream? They do. Just kind of. What are they screaming about? Yeah. Hunger. Feed me. Free me. Hmm. He's hungry. This really feels like a problem that the tree bucket could fix for us. The rock is <laughs> hungry. He's my friend. You're you the tree know. bucket. Maybe they're referring to the demon. Abbott, you know any hungry rock? No response from Abbott. Uh, you're not even sure if he's here. I think we give up on three bucket and no stabby stabby for silence. Does not work. It's quick. It's fast. There is brother silent we speak. Okay. He says, follow me. And he gets up from his desk. And he goes to open the door and he kind of takes like a big sigh to kind of steady himself. And he opens it up into the screaming. And he leads you down uh, back towards the main entrance before taking uh, a left uh, down one of the corridors. And he makes his way into another room. And again, kind of right before he opens it, you can see him steady himself and say a little prayer. And he opens the door, and it's just howling. Uh, people, blood-curdling screams. They sound like wounded animals. Uh, and you can see maybe ten people laying on cots. Uh, eyes closed, bodies tied down to the beds. You can see them thrashing in their, uh, their chests, kind of arcing up uh, in pain as they're screaming over and over. Hungry, feed me, free us. He all- must feed do they all speak in common, or are they speaking other languages? They'll speak their uh, languages. There's some elves, uh, dwarves, oh, so language some language birth kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. At least I'm not speaking in tongue. No. Have you tried putting one by rock? He says yes. And they... Brought... they... No change. It's quieter? Not really. Well, it's downstairs, vault, upstairs, quiet. This is, we're not going to treat them like animals. He says we must make them comfortable. How uh, how big is this uh, area that all these people are in? Say like thirty by twenty, mm-hmm. a little uh, rectangular room. Okay, I uh, uh, I I start um, dragging beds with screaming people more into the center of the room. Okay, and uh, Brother Corvos is going to try. He's going to stop and be like, "What are you doing?" No, I'm just keep pushing beds more into the center of the room. I'm getting them like toe to toe, right next to each other. Okay. Um, as I'm doing that, I'm motioning um, Doucher and Greaser to uh, give me a hand here. And Greaser's not much help, so Doucher will have to be it. Okay. And basically, I'm, I'm pushing all these people into a 20-foot radius area, and I'm going to cast Silence on it. Ooh. The screaming stops, and it's quiet. And you can see uh, Brother Corvos almost stagger with the relief of not hearing the screams in this room anymore. Now... As long as we're now, in while you were pushing, we can't do, we can't fucking talk. No, yeah. in the, but you don't yeah, have you to be in, in the, the area. area. No, you can, you can leave it. it stays. Yeah. In the corner of the room stands another cleric, mm-hmm. uh, who has been standing there silently the whole time, uh, head bowed, kind of in prayer. Uh, and Brother Corvos will point to him and say, "That is Brother Silent." And he'll say, "Brother Silent, these men are here to see you." Okay, and he'll uh, kind of like nod his head a bit, and he'll look up at you with these. 
kind of deadpanned eyes and just like walk over to you in kind of like a trance. All right, so he said that he was a rogue. He went as the rogue. And alchemist, yeah. Yeah, so I kind of flash a little quick... Thieves symbol? Thieves symbol, see if he uh, acknowledges uh, so or does anything. Signs? He, uh, he notices and gives you a little nod. And then I give the, uh, the little, uh, what happened? Uh, so in Thieves' Kent, he'll say that... Oh, you can read Thieves' card. Yeah. Yep. They don't know that. <laughs> in Thieves' Kent, he will sign over quickly that the expedition went poorly and that he is now going to devote his life to a higher power. He is done with his old ways. Okay, what went wrong? Everything is is written out in the, the, the briefing, which I never got a chance to actually tell you. Uh, but the ruins that they went into were dangerous, filled with traps and creatures and winding tunnels. Uh, one more very easy point to get lost. tree bucket. Uh, what else do we want to... What went wrong? What did they fight? Where did they find it? Yeah. What was the place? Yeah, how, was, how was the rock protected? He said... He describes... I don't know how, like, in-depth Thieves' Cant will go, but he'll tell you that there was a large chamber... Uh, with a statue of some kind, and it was resting in this thing's stomach. Okay, well, uh, while these guys are doing their fleshy finger talking, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to go with the um, the gentleman who has just had the great weight lifted off of his shoulder. Yep. And he can take me to the brief and get all of the... Um, I thought you were saying you take me to the treasury. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he can, can start counting out gold. <laughs> uh, take me to, uh, now, to whatever room it was that held all the information from the expedition. Okay. He'll lead you and you if you're interested. Uh, uh, do show. So I'm going to stay and keep an eye on that one. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> so he leads you back to his office and uh, he pulls out some papers for you guys to read over. Okay. Uh, and it seems to be a, a briefing of the expedition written three times over from the perspective of the three people who came back. One from Brother Silent, one from the Mage Neslin, and one from the Warrior Grayson. Is there a map? There is a crude map drawn for each of them, uh, described by the three different people. It all con- it all lines up. Yes. It seems... Uh, is there a list of uh, kind of trap they find? It, it, the traps are marked, uh, which they're, like, uh, itemized, so that way, like, oh, this here is this number... Check it in the briefing report here. Uh-huh. There's a description of the trap. Okay, I write that down in my book. He says, we have copies. Just take it. Take copy. Okay. You can take a copy from one of them. It talks about how uh, Brother Corvos was the first to notice a trap and disarm it, and it was like this acid mist. After it went off, accidentally maimed one of the other party members who was left behind as they continued the expedition, but when they came back, they were gone. It'll describe another... A floor trap that opened up and it seemed to be an, a bottomless pit that another member had fallen through. They tried to get him back and they dropped uh, ropes in and stuff, but he, they couldn't get him back. Did they hear from him or no? Hmm? Did they hear him anymore? No? Not after a bit, a while. Eventually you get tired of screaming. Apparently not either. Only a couple seconds went by before he went silent. Another one was... The, the floor began to melt and it sucked one of the uh, the others in and the last one was when they pulled the gem out the the man who pulled the gem out combusted wow I'm not putting the gem back <laughs> uh, what was statue do you recognize they'll describe 
uh, a large, grotesque, obese creature with warts and uh, mutations all over its body. And its stomach was a massive mouth with uh, razor-sharp teeth coming out of it. Sounds pleasant. Sometimes you just gotta leave things where you they are, right? I, I gotta say, at that point, I would've just fucking turned around and left. Our expedition groups are in search of glory. They found it. Uh, yeah, I'll... Deuce is probably going to take a copy of everything that's pertinent, the maps, the, the mm-hmm. that, any descriptions of the creatures that they were fighting. Are they just... Were they just standard creatures? Like, uh, so when they before? first entered, there was a small group of kobolds who had taken up residence in the uh, the opening chamber that they dispatched quickly. After that, there were several specters and then some undead. Ooh, my fadies. <laughs> Can we borrow the... Uh, Big floaty. <laughs> no, that doesn't leave the city. Right, I guess I will try to find out whatever I can from the uh, uh, brother Silent. He's going to give you a, a, a basically the basically same, same rundown, same rundown, the briefing. and then he tells you don't go back. I'm just going to tell him the rest easy, and then I'm going to uh, palm him a vial of poison. You will not. I will not. I'm going to try to palm him a vial of poison and just like, you know, the choice is always yours. Okay. You see him hand vial of some kind. Yeah. And just basically, the choice is always yours. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can see Brother Silent kind of grip it very tightly and begin to shake before handing you the vial. Torm would approve this decision. And he kind of gives you a nod. I'll put that in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Let's go find your friends. Everybody suffers in their own way. <laughs> he is at a, their own time. He is Torm. He is genie. a child of Torm. Torm genie. Now. Invisible sky. That uh, invisible man in the sky. That uh, Abbott. Where's the invisible sky man? Abbott doesn't show. <laughs> but going to, uh, the choice. Let's go catch up with Corvos. The choice is always, always your own. Suicide is not the way to find your way to your god. This is not suicide. I gotta say, it's a pretty direct route <laughs> to one of the gods. Maybe not the other god, but certainly 16, one I drop one out as I uh, leave. Was your passive perception again? 15. Yeah. <laughs> you, not, you drop one onto like the hamper. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you won't notice. So... You're down two vials of poison. Though. I am down two vials of poison now. Dusha, I am up one vial of poison. <laughs> <laughs> Dusha is going to thank the priest, and then he's going to walk out. Is there a, uh, in their central prayer, is there anywhere that they've got holy water? Yeah, they'd have a basin of it. Okay, I've got uh, four vials left, so I'm going to walk over and fill those four with uh, holy water. Okay, you can take some holy water. Oh, that's totally not the thought I was going to have. Like, I got four vials too, I'll do... Hey, you're right. As, as a cleric, can I bless my own water? Yep. Mm-hmm. It There's takes a spell time. Yeah. I got all my holy water. Like an hour. I like having this stuff handy. Not. Or ten hey, hours. I can bless holy water. It's a little late. No, it's like that. an hour. It's like a long I'm, rest. Kind I'm, of. I'm gonna bless my bladder. That doesn't surprise me. So you guys gather your information. Um, Brother Corvos is gonna ask you guys if there's anything else that you would need. Do you have weapon that work against undead if we fight? He looks at the cudgel neck on his hip. That works. <laughs> Get my head. Sure. He hands you like this plain mace, wood handle. He's blessed. He waves his hand over it. Yes. 
So no magic. No. I hand the casual back. <laughs> I use what I have. Before we go, is there like a, do you guys got a smithy here or any uh, a, a forge or anything place where I can get some access to some tools? He says there's a smithy opening up in town. It's on its way to being open. Got it. Okay. If I uh, if I drop your name, is that going to help me or hinder? I don't even know if he knows me. He's rather new in town. Got it. Got All here right. just before the expedition. Okay. Good timing. You guys take your information. Your maps, your your copies of the briefings that you can pour over and, and uh, read at your leisure. Uh, and you guys head back to the Songbird Inn. Thanks, Corvos. He thanks you and he says, get this sorted soon. The container should be done by tomorrow and you guys can make your way uh, to the ruins. We'll be here nice and early. Oh, that's going to suck because he's going to walk away and the scream is Yeah, crazy. and as soon as he goes to close the door, you can hear the screaming in the background and another large, painful sigh from him as he closes up the door. <laughs> Good news, he knows how to fix now. Yeah. I suppose <laughs> one of them's going to be able to cast it, right? Hopefully. Well, I, I think all I their think clerics... I think he's the only one that's okay. Yeah, I think all their clerics are the ones that are screaming. Except for him. Yeah. Clerics and people that were in the temple to... Uh, yeah. He wasn't in the temple when it happened, uh, when the gem was activated. Yeah, yeah Him and the other two... Is silence uh, a first level spell? Uh, silence yeah. is a second. So we basically know now what's causing everything. Yes. And uh, we don't need a scarf. We were just in there. Do you want to chance it? Absolutely. You don't think you do? No, I'm taking the scarf off. I'm okay. definitely keeping the scarf on. Okay. It's, it's kind of more badass the way that we're fucking walking around now with like no scarves and everybody else is like... <laughs> yeah, everyone is shunning you. Yeah. Good, let them shun me. It's going to be difficult to pick oh. their pockets though. I don't have to even be, like, standing next to them. <laughs> I got 60 feet. Where 60 feet, guys, my friend. Where would you guys like to head to? Uh, back to Songbird, I guess. Okay. Yeah. You um, can head back there. Uh, as, we're, as we're going back, um, the smithy that was just opening, was it opening that day for business, or is it just opening the business, period? He, he's still setting some stuff up, but he's got some, some items out for sale. Okay, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to stop by and... Do you still have your beard tied up? Nope. Okay. He uh, sees you coming, mm-hmm. closes the door. <laughs> I, I knock, um, not quite gently, but a little heavily uh, with my warhammer on his door and announce to him quite loudly um, that as a forge-born um, master of coals that I wish access to his equipment. He says, as much as I respect uh, the, the forge clerics, <laughs> I'm not risking plague on myself or my daughter. I'm, I'm going to have to turn to our friend Aelin and um, get him to open the door. Otherwise, I'm going to pull it off of its framework. And He's I'm not going to let you in with your face uncovered. He doesn't have to let me in. I am coming in. I would have to stop you if you tried. These are good people, and they are genuinely scared. How, how much is a door? How, how much does a fucking door cost around here? You can see it's a pretty nice looking door. Like, are we talking, like, like two, two gold? gold? Absolutely. Reach under my beard, pull up two gold, drop it on the, on the cobblestone, on the sidewalk, on whatever. You would I risk these people the thinking they have plague and being, like, ostracized by the entire Absolutely. community. Because it's stupid. So I... Bash open the door. All right. 
you swing your warhammer, and the door shatters open. And you can see some of the like the other guards around town uh, notice what's going on, and they're going to start making their way over. Absolutely. Uh, to you. Yep. And this man has backed away, and he's got this little girl hiding behind him. No problem. And I walk over to the man, and I give the man five more gold. I he won't even take. He just got like hands out, like don't touch me. <laughs> the, the the plague isn't on the gold; it's on individuals. And whether or not I was wearing a mask, my money would still be contagious. So you can either have five gold and leave, or you can just leave. But I need access to your forge. He says, "The guards will be hearing about this." And he's going to take his leave. Okay. With or without the five gold? <laughs> without the five gold. I, I will leave the five gold on his table, and I get to work. All right. That's where we're going to end it for today. Okay. We're going to call it there, and then we'll pick up again next week. Yeah, we Woohoo! Next week's always a good week to pick it up. I, I want to hear more about a bed. Well, it's the thing you lay in. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, is this like a full-size bed or what? And my fucking... Character has had to completely change because of you. I like your new voice. Yeah, I do. Alright. Who's gonna be a lot? See how it it's, uh, it's Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm getting a very Wolverine vibe off of your. <laughs>